Welcome to The Gailey Show, where we celebrate LGBTQ culture and entertainment, both in Minnesota and beyond. I'm your host, JP Derbogosian. We've talked about LGBTQ book bans in previous episodes, and one of the reasons why I founded the podcast, This Queer Book Saved My Life, was to share with people how LGBTQ books impact our lives. What does that look like? What does that feel like? You know, in the news, we talk about the value of literature and that we shouldn't ban books, but that's all kind of in the abstract. With This Queer Book Saved My Life, I wanted to show, to really see how these stories put us on new trajectories. You know, let's really listen to how they help us heal, how they steer us towards living in our truths, how to live and love with pride on this planet. But a question we haven't delved into, and one that I'm also very interested in, is how do we start undoing these book bans right now, immediately? Yes, there is the long-term work, which is a political project to put responsible leadership back on school boards and in charge of libraries. But if you or your kids are facing books being ripped off the shelves, what can we do right now? Well, there is a really compelling initiative that the Digital Public Library of America is spearheading with the nonprofits Lyricist and the Palace Project. Today, I want to tell you about the project itself, and then next week, we're going to have the executive director of the Digital Public Library of America, John Bracken, here on the show. The initiative is called the Banned Book Club, and it literally unbans books in real time. What does that mean? Let's say you live in a town or go to a school where anti-LGBTQ politicians have forced your library to ban a book. What the Banned Book Club does is that it gives you immediate access to it as an e-book. So you download the Palace Project app, you set up a virtual library card, and there the book is. And it's not just that book. You get access to hundreds of books. I mean, well, technically, like tens of thousands of books that are already in the public domain. How they're doing this is by using PEN America's database. PEN America is one of the main organizations tracking bans and organizing against them. Now, there are some caveats. The book already has to be published as an ebook. If the book already wasn't one, then they can't make it into one. And if the publisher hasn't licensed the book, well, then that limits access as well. But the Digital Public Library and Lyricists are funding the book licenses themselves. This means the service is free to you. And if you know of a banned book that isn't there, you can also let them know so they can start the process to get it. There's this interactive map. So I looked up Minnesota, and as it turns out, we're not so immune to book bans ourselves. Wayzata West Middle School has a banned book. Stars School in Hastings, Minnesota has two. Sartell Senior High in St. Cloud, Minnesota has a ban. And Canby Secondary has 20 books banned. 20. Across the river into Wisconsin, Somerset Middle School in Somerset, Wisconsin, has banned 16 books. So if you go to these schools or if you have a child in these schools, you can get free access to these books as an ebook through the Banned Book Club. Their website is thebannedbookclub.info and download the Palace Project app in Apple's App Store or Google Play. Stay tuned to this space as we report out more on book bans. All right. Turning now to new books in January 2024 that aren't banned and are on our bookshelves that have caught my eye. First up in fiction, How We Named the Stars by Andreas and Ororica. 
It actually releases on January 30th. Andres is a queer Latinx poet, writer, and educator. He's based in Edinburgh, Scotland, and this is his debut novel. I think what's attracting me to it is how cross-cultural it is, which reflects a lot of my own experiences. And I think, though, that that adds something new to the LGBTQ canon that we don't often see a lot. So our main character is Daniel de la Luna, who's a scholarship student at an elite East Coast university who's burdened by the weight of immigrant family expectations. Kids of immigrants, you know what I mean. He struggles at first, but then Daniel meets Sam. The relationship evolves from this jocular banter to a more intimate connection. But, and because there's always a but, just as their connection blossoms, a series of events pulls Daniel away, and he embarks on a journey to his family's ancestral homeland in Mexico for the summer. It looks like a lot of themes of love and redemption and processing grief, but also leaning into the potential of who you are and being your authentic self. It is available to pre-order through our bookstore on bookshop.org. Visit bookshop.org slash shop slash this queer book. We have a section dedicated to books featured on The Gailey Show. In nonfiction, I want to highlight a new book that just came out on January 11th. It's called Transgender Inclusion, All the Things You Want to Ask Your Transgender Coworker But Shouldn't by clinical psychologist and trans inclusion specialist, Dr. A.C. Folks. I think this one might be a good text to look into, not only for professional development, or if you have a trans colleague who's just come out, but could also be used by employee resource groups or human resources staff and leadership retreats. You get the idea. Dr. Folks guides us through the experiences of trans individuals navigating the workplace addressing the many different ways that individuals may or may not choose to transition while at work. Key themes that the book dives into include the common feelings of exclusion that transgender individuals often experience in the workplace and what that harassment and maltreatment can look like in the workplace and how to respond to it. The book says that approximately 1.3 million adults in the United States identify as transgender, and there is a lot of data that workplaces are not good at supporting trans employees and they wait too long to have any policies in place, which causes even more problems. This book looks like it could be a practical and evidence-based guide to reverse that. Again, I think managers, executives, HR professionals, and employee resource groups should look into reading this. And again, folks, if you have a colleague who's recently come out as trans, this could be a book for you. It is available through our bookstore on bookshop.org. Visit bookshop.org slash shop slash this queer book. We have a section dedicated to books featured on The Gailey Show. Do you see what I'm doing there? Well, that's our show. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. Our podcasts are executive produced by Jim Pounds. Creative and accounting support provided by Gordy Erickson. Production, distribution, and marketing support provided by Brett Johnson, Chad Larson, Laura Hedlund, Jennifer Ogren from AM950. You can follow us on social media. Search for This Queer Book, Save My Life on Facebook. We're also at This Queer Book on Instagram. For The Gailey Show, check out AM950's YouTube channel and Facebook page. And until our next episode, See you queers and allies in the bookstores.